Welcome to the She Connects podcast. My name is Susan Vandenhubel, and I am honored to be your host each and every week. This is an extension of my ministry, She Rises, that allows me to connect with women in the online space. You can learn more about me and my ministry at www.sherisesmn.org or simply tap the link in the show notes. But for now, let's dive into this week's episode. Well, hey everyone, I'm excited that you're tuning in this week and I'm excited to be back at it. I mean, I've had some really great guests over the last, oh golly, I want to say six or seven weeks. So we just wrapped up a really great series on women in leadership and, you know, just really talking about glass ceilings, self-imposed limits, because if we're going to be honest, it's not always, uh, you know, other people placing limits or, or capping us. Oftentimes, you know, the mountain that needs to be moved is on the inside of us. It's a, it's a, our own narrative, our own thoughts, our own self-imposed limits. So, man, that was a really great series. And I had I had guests on all of those weeks, uh, different ones, and they just each added something different. They they each added value and their own experiences. Do you know that that entire series? Of, of six weeks and, you know, six different guests, six or seven different guests, uh, was a combined over 40 years of ministry experience in some way or another. Some are lead pastors, some are, you know, volunteering or leading Bible studies in their home or, you know, they're, um, you know, leading in the marketplace, whatever, whatever it was. I mean, they just each running in their own lane, but wow, what a really great series. I hope that you were able to really glean a lot from the wisdom and, uh, and just all of the experience that they brought. I, I know I did. I was challenged and <laughs> had to really kind of do some reflection in my own life and some of the own, my own narratives that I was thinking as I was listening to my friends really just invest in my life and in your life. But I'm, like I said, I'm excited to be back at it. I'm excited to be bringing you this message that's been on my heart for a little while now, but I have to say something really quick. So last week, uh, last Wednesday, I released my 100th episode of the She Connects podcast. (laughs) Isn't that exciting? I, you know, I didn't really understand that it was really all that significant until I had some friends who are they themselves podcasters. And, you know, they've been podcasting for many more years than I have. And they just understood the significance of 100 episodes that I didn't know. I mean, here's to having friends who are smarter than you. And they really encouraged me, Susan, that is a really significant milestone and you need to celebrate that. So I'm celebrating it. <laughs> um, I, I, I love celebrating. I love celebrating other people. I'm a forever celebrator of other people, but you know what? I think that sometimes it's okay to celebrate, you know, how far we've come and and how God is using us and what he's doing and and podcasting. I mean, I had no clue what I was doing. I am not a tech savvy gal 
at all. And if I'm going to be even more honest, I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to know. That is not my wheelhouse. I'm not interested in knowing. I don't want to sign up for the classes. <laughs> I don't want to read material. I, I just know. So God bless all of the people out there who are tech savvy, that that is their wheelhouse. They're running in their lane. We love you. We appreciate you. We need you. And um, we celebrate you. <laughs> so uh, first of all, I want to say thank you to each of you for tuning in every single week. It means so much to me that that you're on the other end, that you're listening you know, I get I get private messages, you know, on Facebook and, and Instagram. You can find me on there. Uh, just a little side note at Susan Vanden Heuvel. But, you know, messages and, and emails, uh, text messages, and just, just feedback from people even, like if I see them in person. Man, you guys, you just have no idea how much that means to me for your just generous and kind words and that you allow me to connect with you in the online space. And my heart is to just really champion all of you forward in the things that God has purposed for you, the gifts and the potential that are lying on the inside of you and to see you empowered and equipped to step into all that God has for you. That's really my heart. I, you know, I launched this podcast in March of 2020. What a year to launch something new, right? <laughs> I mean, it was the year of the pandemic and, you know, you know, the life sort of, uh, life sort of went upside down. The world, I don't know, went nuts. And, you know, I think that though the year of 2020 will, I mean, while it will go down as many other things, but it will also be known as the year of, of podcasts. I mean, there were so many podcasts that launched because, People were moving to the online space to connect with other people. And I just kind of <laughs> thought, I guess I'll give it a whirl. And so here we are. I'm recording this in the beginning of February. So in March, uh, I'm going to be, you know, celebrating two years of podcasting. And so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, I have no idea how this podcast reaches people around the world. I mean, it's reaching people here in the States, for which I am forever grateful for. But even in other countries and I mean, places that I've never been, I don't know people that live in those countries. And so I just want to say to you, no matter where you live, if you live down the street from me, you live uh, in another city, another state, you live around the globe in a country that I've never had the honor of, of stepping foot on the soil of your country, thank you so much for tuning in. I, I love you and I appreciate you and um, it just means so much to me that you're here. I also want to give a, a real quick shout out to my husband, Tim, because this podcast would not happen without him. He is the tech savvy guy behind the scenes making this podcast sound great. He is the one who spends um, countless hours 
over the over these last 100 episodes of of editing and making sure that uh, you know he he cuts out a lot of the ums and the and the pauses and things that maybe I get tripped on and my tongue kind of gets tripped up and I will say Tim I have to reword that and so he's he is the guy behind it all really truly I mean I would not be able to connect with you in the online space if it were not for him so Tim I know that you're listening right now and I just want to give honor where honor is due and I honor you today and I, I appreciate you so anyway all right stay tuned to the end of this week's episode because I am going to celebrate by giving away some of my favorite things and I hope that you are going to be the winner of that. So stay tuned to the end of this episode and I will give you the steps in how to throw your hat in the ring to see if you will be the lucky winner of those things that I'm excited to give away this over this next week. So, all right, this week we are going to be talking about the power of your story. The power of your story. We all have one. I have a story. You have a story. Every single one of us has a story. The details might sound different, but it doesn't mean that it's any less significant or powerful. And so some of you might be thinking, well, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, my story doesn't sound like you know, this person or that person, I heard a testimony that was just really wild and radical at church last Sunday. And, um, you know, I read this book and, and wow, their story was, was just really, really powerful about how they had a radical encounter with the Lord. And mine doesn't sound like that. And so maybe mine isn't as powerful. Maybe mine isn't as significant. Listen, your story is powerful because it's about the power of the cross in your life. Let me repeat that. Your story matters. Your story is significant. Your story is powerful because it's about the power of the cross of Jesus Christ in your life. And so when we choose to flip that narrative and begin to focus on that, it removes comparison. It will remove our t- the temptation to compare our story with someone else, someone else's testimony, someone else's story that we maybe read or hear or that is shared with us because it's the power of the cross in your life. And so your story is powerful. Your story matters and it, it needs to be heard. It needs to be shared. You don't have to be embarrassed about it. You don't have to be ashamed about it. I'm going to dive into that here in this week's episode because I believe that your story needs to be heard. I believe that your story, the power of the cross at work in your life needs to be heard. It needs to be shared. And I believe that God can use your story of how he has worked in your life and transformed your life to create impact in this world. Here in February, 
actually uh, just a, a couple of days away from when you are maybe listening to this. If you're listening on Wednesday, a new episode of this podcast drops each and every Wednesday. So if you're actually listening today on Wednesday, the day that this episode drops, in just a, a couple of days on the 11th of February, I'm going to be celebrating a really significant day that I celebrate every single year. It's my spiritual birthday, and it's the day that 29 years ago, I gave my life to Jesus Christ. I surrendered, I bowed my heart, um, and I, I prayed a prayer and I, I invited him to be my Lord and my Savior. And I, I'll just never forget it because it forever marked me. It forever marked my life. I was, you know, at the time attending a, a women's Bible study and I had been attending for, you know, a, a few weeks and I, not necessarily that I wanted to go because if I'm going to be honest, and maybe you've heard me share a little bit about my story, I didn't want to be there. It was the last place that I wanted to be. I was only going because my wonderful mother-in-law had invited me to attend this women's Bible study that she was attending. And because I was so bound to people pleasing, I couldn't say no to her, even though everything in me wanted to. <laughs> and she would call, you know, um, she'd call and she'd say, are you going to go to Bible study this week? I'll be over to pick you up. And you know what? So I'm about to date myself here. Back then, I didn't have a cell phone and we didn't have caller ID. So when she dialed me up and the phone rang, our phone was actually connected to the wall in our kitchen. And so when you went to answer the phone, you hoped it was someone that you really wanted to talk to because I mean, you know, and so, <laughs> I mean, I guess you could hang up, but I wasn't going to hang up on her. And so even though everything on the inside of me wanted to say, no, stop asking me to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to sit there and listen to Bible stories. I don't want to listen to the teacher. I don't want to be around any of those women. No. And she would ask and I'd say, sure, I'll be ready to go. When are you going to be here? <laughs> so... For several weeks at at nine o'clock on Tuesday mornings, every single Tuesday, nine o'clock, there I sat around a table with about 12 or 14 other women listening to this woman go through the Bible and teach a lesson. And it drove me crazy. I wanted to bolt every single every single Tuesday, but where was I going to go? I mean, number one, um, my mother in law was my was my ride home. <laughs> so, but I I just remember being so just so angry about being there. I mean, I had a lot of unresolved anger anyway. And then on one particular Tuesday, I just couldn't control it anymore. I couldn't hold it back. And I just sort of let the Bible study teacher have it. And, you know, the thing that happened is she, nor did the other women around that table, return to me what I had given to them. They didn't in kind um, get mad at me and blow me out of the water with their words when I deserved it, when maybe they, I guess, had a right to. They didn't. Instead, the, the Bible study teacher just sort of closed the book that she was teaching out of. And you know what? 
she and those other ladies, they loved me right where I was at. And I got to tell you, it sat me back because I didn't know what to do with that. I didn't know how to respond. I, I, I had never experienced anything like that. And really, truly, it was the demonstration of the love of Jesus Christ being worked out through them and, and just really being expressed to me. And I didn't know what to do with that. I didn't know what to respond. And so the result of that was me wanting to uh, ask the Bible study teacher a few more in in depth questions, and I it kind of began to sort of I don't know just open my heart to want to hear a little bit more. Like I I was I had a willingness on the inside of me. I had a a curiosity now that I I kind of wanted to know a little bit more. And so this this Bible study teacher invited me over to her home and it was really late at night and you know she had this small home and and just this small kitchen area a small little uh, dining room table you know it was just you know not really well lit and I just came over with like a sheet of questions and she patiently and lovingly went through every single one of those questions and she answered them and she helped me to understand i and i didn't know what to do with that and she she just explained the 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 redemption story and and jesus and and his death on the cross and just all of these things like these these matters of faith that i didn't know what they were i i had never heard about these things i had never you know, been to church. I didn't open my Bible. We didn't have Bibles. We didn't pray as a family. It just wasn't something that we did. Again, I I was just such an angry person. I was hurt, deeply, deeply hurt. I was carrying a lot of a lot of baggage. I was confused. I was a person without hope. I was scared of dying. My marriage was a mess. I was a mess. I mean, wow. Little did I know, little did I know that attending Bible study that Tuesday would have such an impact on my life. And, you know, that night seated around that small kitchen table in that lady's house, and I, I prayed at that prayer, and I, I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior, and I have never looked back. 29 years, I've never looked back. And not that, not that just like poof, you know, I said a prayer and all of a sudden I, you know, wasn't angry anymore and I wasn't confused anymore. And all of a sudden the baggage was gone and, you know, all of that. It was, it was work, right? I mean, it, it was a lot of work. It was a lot of me yielding and surrendering and allowing the really essentially the power of the cross to to begin a transformative work on the inside of me and and to just really surrender myself and say here I am and I, I want to learn I want to grow and I want to be healed and I want to be set free it the thing that 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 I mean when I didn't look back from that moment going forward is I no longer wanted that lifestyle that I had been living it was like I I no longer wanted to be the party girl. 
I no longer wanted to just jump from one party to the next. I no longer wanted to use alcohol as as a coping mechanism to to just, you know, kind of get through anger and hurt. And I, I no longer wanted to be just this this confused and person and, and just all of that. It's like, yeah, I knew that there was going to be a lot of work to, you know, to a uh, process of, of walking through those types of things so that I could be healed and so that I could be set free. But it was like I wanted it now. It was it was that I began to understand that that was not God's heart for me, that that was not God's best for me, that Jesus died on the cross so that I could be saved, so that so that I could live in eternity with him, so that I could be reconciled, um, sinful me, to be reconciled to a holy God, and that in him, he had everything that my heart so desperately, so desperately was longing for and needed, this place of belonging and, and freedom and purpose and wholeness, and I mean, just everything that you and I want is found in Jesus. And I just, I began to understand that. It was like my eyes began to be open to, wow, this is Jesus. This is who, this is who he is. He gave me hope. And, and I finally had assurance of eternity. I was beginning to smile again. Confusion was was lifting. And, you know, each and every year when I celebrate my spiritual birthday, some actually, you know, they find it a little silly that I celebrate it. But man, that night, like I said, it marked me. It marked my life. And I've just never been the same. He is my life. He is my reason for living. Jesus is my purpose and the very breath in my lungs. And of course, why wouldn't I want to celebrate something that just changed me? <laughs> it changed me. And so I want to encourage you that, you know what, like I said, your story, the details of your story, they might not sound like mine but it matters and it's powerful and it's significant because just as powerful as the cross has been in my life, it is equally as powerful in your life. One of my favorite verses is found in Psalm 66, verse 16, and it says this, Come and hear, and I will tell you what the Lord has done for me. I love that. That's what I want to do. I want to share what Jesus Christ has done for me. And and here's the thing that I love about I love about that that verse. It says what the Lord has done for me. Let's not miss that. What the Lord has done for me. It isn't it isn't any one person. No relationship on this side of heaven has been able to set me free and heal me and bring wholeness and peace and assurance and hope to me like the person Jesus Christ. The Lord has done this work on the inside of me. Not a formula, not a system, not a, a title that I've ever possessed or anything that I could ever achieve or accomplish on this side of heaven. No substance, no amount of money. Jesus, 
what the Lord has done for me. And that's what I want people to know. It's I'm really reminded of the woman at the well, you know, the, the Samaritan woman, the woman at the well, and, you know, Jesus shows up and, and you probably know that story. It's found in the gospels. And, you know, she was I don't have time to get into it uh, a whole lot, but she shows up with her watering pot in the middle of the day, the heat of the day, which women just did not do because it was hot. They went in the cool of the evening or right away in the morning because it was so hot. Well, she was going in the middle of the day because I think that she was trying to avoid the talk and and kind of the glances of of the other women that would have been around the well because this woman she had a reputation she had been married not once not twice not three not four count them up five times five times she had a reputation she was known as that woman and so i think that she went in the heat of the day to avoid gossip to avoid the stares to avoid the talk to avoid just the the repulsiveness that maybe she felt in her community simply because of her reputation and yet she meets jesus and if you know jesus you know that he doesn't just happen to be anywhere, right? He does something and he does it intentionally and with a purpose. And so he shows up at this well to connect with this woman. And he has this conversation with her. And I just really encourage you to read it because it is so powerful. But she drops her watering pot because she begins to understand that this is the Messiah, This is the one that she had heard about. This is the one who she had prayed about and prayed for and believed for and and had been looking for. He was seated right in front of her. She was having a conversation with him and she drops her watering pot and she runs back to the city and she says, come and meet the man who knows everything that I've ever done. And he accepted her. He loved her. He received her. She was she was given salvation. And I, I love that. And so the city comes and, and begins to be introduced to this Jesus. And man, that is just such a beautiful picture of coming here. Let me tell you what the Lord has done for me. That's what this woman did. That's what this woman did. I don't know about you, but a lot of my story contains some messy pieces. I have a checkered past that I'm not proud of. I've done a lot of things that I can't undo. There's been a lot of things done to me that no one deserves to have done to them. I've been to a lot of places I had no business being. I've said a lot of things that I can't take back. But you know what? The book of Hebrews tells us that he, Jesus Christ, is the author and the finisher of my faith. Not opinions, not what I've done, not what's been done to me. Not what I've said, not the places that I've been, not the labels that have been placed on me, not my failures, not my mistakes. Jesus is the author and the finisher of my story. And you know what, my friend? He is the author and the finisher of your story too. Just as he is for me, just as he is for the woman at the well, he is for you. 
First Peter chapter 3 and verse 15 encourages us as people of faith to always be ready to give a reason for our hope. Man, we are living in a world where people are desperate for hope. People who are just looking here and there and, and looking for something to, to just cling to that's going to give them hope, give them peace, a, a reason for living. And so many people are afraid and anxious. And, and yet we see in 1 Peter 3.15 that you and I, that we can be agents of transformation in this world as we give a reason for the hope that we have. Are you going to make mistakes in sharing your story? Yeah, probably. We're not always going to get it right, but that's okay because we're not perfect. And when God called you and when God called me, he knew what he was getting. We're not a surprise to him. He knew that we would need his help. He knew that we were never going to always get it right. That's okay. That's why he says, you know what? You can call upon me and I will be your helper. And I I may be going away, Jesus says, but I'm going to leave you with my Holy Spirit. And he's going to equip you. He's going to empower you. He's going to help you. We're not in this alone, sister. We're not in this alone. He's with us and he's given us the help of the uh, of the, his Holy Spirit. So it takes the pressure off of you and it takes the pressure off of us. Simply sharing your story. Simply sharing your story. The why. The why of of who you are today. The why. Look, I this is who I was and this is who I am now. And what happened in between? Let me tell you about that. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. And he saved me. He, he helped me through, through bitterness and, and resentment and unresolved anger. He gave me hope. He, he gave me my life back. <laughs> I, I feel alive again. I'm able to smile again. And I, I'm actually a fun person to be around now. I, I, never, I never was before. I was always angry and I was always hard to love and hard to be around and, and just really hard to get along with. But look at Look at what Jesus has done in me. This is who I was, and this is who I am. And in between, it was him. It was him. The power of your story. Wow. Agents of transformation. That's what you and I get to be in this world that is so desperate for hope. That is so powerful. All right, so I hope that that was encouraging to you and, and just really uh, spurs you on in, in, in your own faith. And I, I would encourage you today to, to pray about how God would, would have you to share your story. What does that look like? Ask him to show you when you should share your story. When is the timing that this person needs to hear your story? Is he asking you to be a really great listener to that person first and build a relationship with that person so that they trust you, which then in turn will give you an open door to be able to speak into their lives and, and share parts of your story? Ask him for discernment. Pray and ask him uh, to, to show you 
what it sounds like. In other words, what parts of my story does this person need to hear? Maybe someone over here needs to hear a different piece of your story. And and again, it's it's just discernment and and asking him the the how, the when, the what, the, the where, all of those things and he will show you because he wants to he wants to help you be an agent of transformation in the world. All right, are you excited to hear about how you can be one of the lucky winner or a lucky winner. Um, I have I have one large giveaway actually to to one lucky person. And if you are interested in throwing your throwing your your hat in the ring and you want to give it a whirl, I hope that you do. I, I hope that you that you just I don't know put your put your hat in the ring and and see what happens. Here's what you need to do. Well, let me tell you first what I'm giving away because don't you want to know that right? We we're women. We we like the details, right? Okay, so like I said, it's a just kind of a bundle thing. I was going to do separate things, but I decided to just do like a a bundle. So, here it is. In this bundle, you you possibly could be the winner of a $25 gift uh gift card to Target, uh a bag of chocolate, uh a really fun uh coffee mug or hot chocolate mug or tea, whatever it is, whatever your favorite brew is. I personally, I am not a coffee drinker, even though I like to meet people at coffee shops. <laughs> I love the smell of coffee, but I just can't drink it. I am a tea and hot cocoa drinker, so I'm going to toss some of that in there. You are going to, in this bundle, get um, a cute little home decor item, a journal, and a fun little pen set. So, all of that, one little bundle, these are some of my favorite things and I want to give them away in celebration of releasing 100 episodes on the She Connects podcast. So, da-da-da-da-da, drum roll please. How do you do it? How, how can you throw your hat in the ring? All right, so in the show notes of this week's episode, you will see some links that you can click on to leave a simple review or uh, put some stars. I actually would love uh, stars and, and a little review. You can just simply tap on those links and enter enter that information there. But what you want to do before you back out of that, that screen after you've left your stars and your review is take a screenshot, take a screenshot, and then tag me on either Facebook or Instagram and let me know that you that you did that and that's that's how you have a chance to win. So that's really exciting. It's a lot of fun. It's easy peasy. Just those simple steps. Click the links, leave a few stars, leave a short little a little review. It doesn't have to be like this long paragraph. I mean we're just like one sentence or something. I mean, if you want to talk longer or leave a longer review, that's perfectly fine. But just a little, like just a little blurb, a little sentence is perfect. We're not looking for a book here. <laughs> Take a screenshot, tag me on the socials so that I can see it. And I hope that you win. I hope that you are the lucky winner. And just FYI, uh, this, this giveaway promotion, it closes uh, at midnight on February 
15th of 2022. And unfortunately, I know that this podcast reaches around the world and I'm forever grateful that you are tuning in. If you are in another country, uh, God bless you. I love you. I see you. Um, it means so much that you're tuning in. But this giveaway is for United States uh, residents only. So hopefully one time in the future, I'll be able to include uh, worldwide type giveaways. But anyway, I love you. I hope that you were encouraged this week. Thank you for celebrating with me. It's a big month, 100 episodes. It's my spiritual birthday. Wow. Really great things going on. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will catch you next time. Thank you so much for joining me this week. It was great connecting with you. Hey, would you do me a quick favor that would mean the world to me? Would you go ahead and leave a few stars and a review or even a comment? It not only means so much to me, but in the online space and the podcasting world, the more stars, reviews, and comments that a podcast receives, the further the reach. It ranks up a little bit higher in Google searches, which then results in reaching more women with this amazing content. So if you are blessed and enjoying, you know, just the content that you are hearing here on the podcast, would you go ahead and leave a few stars, a review, and some comments? It means the world to me. Thank you so much, and I'll catch you right back here, same place, same time, next week.